This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here today continuing the conversation with Melissa Vincent, the CEO of Nine Tribe. Melissa, I thought what we would do is maybe hear from you a little bit about your, I know we've talked about your business life journey, uh, hear a little bit about your personal life and, and that journey and, and how that dovetails you know, with your career. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much. I um, would love to share a little bit about how those two come together. I think that everyone's story is kind of unique in where we end up and how we end up in the careers that we have. And um, for me, I feel like part of it was um, I'm the daughter of a software engineer, and my dad um, started his career in back when computers still took up a whole room and didn't have a college degree and just really just kind of was really scrappy and learned how to code and um, ended up staying with the same company for his entire career. And, you know, so I feel like in a lot of ways, the the technology piece of me was in my blood. And, you know, my dad always was very big on problem solving. So throughout my childhood, I remember, you know, constantly having him say, um, you know, oh, it's just a problem to be solved. Whenever I'd run into something that was frustrating or uh, something I couldn't figure out, he'd be like, oh, you can figure this out, just another problem to be solved. And I passed that on to my son, but I think that that really helped me a lot to look at things very analytically. And so I am originally from Pennsylvania and then moved here to Oklahoma City 13 years ago and moved, got married, um, and then divorced. And then also I had my son in that time. And so Oklahoma City will be my home for the duration, (laughs) at least until he's 18, decides where he wants (laughs) to go to college. Um, And I'm really thankful for that. I love Oklahoma City. I am excited to be a part of um, seeing the technology um, world here really grow and hopefully have more startups feel like it's a comfortable place for them to come and flourish because I think there are so many positive things about Oklahoma City that make it great for startups. I think it's just kind of getting the word out and, you know, creating an environment that is friendly for them. Um, So, yeah, so I... When I moved here 13 years ago, I wasn't intending to necessarily get into startups. Um, Just was working part-time for a friend while I was still looking for what I was going to do in healthcare, because that was my previous background, and started working with a startup, and then I guess they couldn't get rid of me. I just kept, kept moving up in the company, and then that company was sold and stayed on with the same angel investor for another company, and then... Um, decided at that point, uh, five years ago, to start my own company. So really got a lot of um, you know, hands-on experience by having other startups to, to work with, both from the ground up through you know, an acquisition and then feeling like I could kind of take that and you know, make my own uh, you know, kind of changes to that, my own model of the way of doing things. And I'm so thankful for that opportunity because it's been a great learning process and I'm just excited to see where the comp- my companies are now and hopefully how we can have a positive impact on Oklahoma. Absolutely. And then I was wondering too if there's you know if you can look to any any formative lessons learned along the way or anything you would share, you know, with people about what you've learned on your journey overall. You know, I think that there is um one lesson in particular. I think that when you're when you have a startup, it is it's easy to feel like you are a little bit isolated. Um, And I think that for me, when you're looking at startups, it's important that everyone knows that that is a common feeling. And that, especially when you're in a city like Oklahoma City, where there aren't just so many startups around that you can talk to and kind of get that feedback and encouragement to keep trying and, you know, to keep pushing forward, 
you know, there's not a ton of us. And so it's a unique mindset in and of itself just to say, I'm going to go do this thing on my own, whatever that is. And, um, you know, come hell or high water, I'm going to make it. And then you hit a point where you kind of hit the hell and the high water and you, you want to give up. Hmm. And um, just being able to have that perseverance and that drive. Um, and at the same time, also being willing to say, okay, maybe we need to pivot and knowing when you need to pivot. Also knowing when it is time to actually close up shop. And having um, the, the larger group of entrepreneurs and people that are like-minded here that we have, the more encouragement you can give to people and, and hopefully some some wisdom and advice from experiences. But while we're still so early in that growth phase for Oklahoma City, it's hard to, to find those other people. And then you also have to feel comfortable sharing, hey, you know, I'm struggling with, you know, financials or I'm struggling with marketing and whatever those things are and that vulnerability that it takes um, to be open about that. So I think, you know, when you're looking at, um, you know, those types of lessons, it's just that's the encouragement you want to give is that, you know, you're going to hit those bumps in the road. And it is, as my dad would remind me, you know, you can find a, a solution to it and you just have to you know, find another way to get around that hurdle. So I think that that is a big piece of it here. And then just remembering that you don't ever want to be an island, you know, because you don't have a lot of people around. It's easy to get, like I said, isolated and become an island. But as a startup, you have to have that feedback from other people, whether it's critical feedback to say this product doesn't work the way I think that it should or this technology isn't easy to use or it doesn't make sense, or whether it's just the encouragement of, you know, keep pushing, keep trying, um, you know, just trying to not become an island when you're a startup in a city where there aren't, you know, startups on every corner is, to me, something that I want to see grow in Oklahoma and something that I want to encourage the other startups here to just keep pushing along when, you know, you kind of hit that bump in the road. Oh, yeah. And I was going to mention just, you know, where you, where your office is here, you know, right here, you know, at, uh, at 7th and Broadway, you know, seeing the uh, the rail system getting ready to come online. I just thought I would maybe hear just your, your personal take on where you think, you know, downtown Oklahoma City and then just the city as a whole is headed or how you, how you feel about that. Well, I love the city. I have been in this office for five years and just the change in five years, much less the 13 years of the city that I've been here in Oklahoma City and how much change has happened in that time. The five years of being in this office has been, I mean, the growth is just exponential. And I think that there's been so many factors that have made that a really positive thing and I think we'll continue to do so. I think the Thunder being here has obviously been a huge impact on the city and there's a, a unity that that has caused. Um, obviously, Russell Westbrook has had a huge play in that. I think that his loyalty in the city and his, um, you know, just his willingness to stay um, has made other people kind of feel that solidarity as well. So from a sports perspective and how that plays into everything, I think that but that's actually been a really big growth piece of it. Um, but I do think that we're, as a city, trying to come together and figure out ways to creatively solve problems. And sometimes that means going outside of the system. And I think that that's where there's a lot of opportunity for startups, especially startups that focus on, you know, kind of disrupting the systems that be and the way that they are done. And, you know, I think that that is ultimately going to help us grow as a city more than anything. If we can find a way to bring in outside companies because we're doing things different. I mean, the the cost of housing here is so low. Um, the ease of being able to start up a company. There's so many factors that just make Oklahoma City so great for a startup. It's just kind of getting the word out in a lot of ways. And I think 
part of that is where the Thunder have come in and really helped us because it, we're more visible now than we were before, just from that one piece. Um, and certainly being contenders in the playoffs has helped us have that visibility too. Um, but then when you, you have to have that support system around it in order for those companies that come here to thrive. And I think that's where we are now. It's like we have that excitement, that momentum. What's this next phase going to look like? Oh, yeah. Um, that's the part that I get excited about. How do we grow it from here forward and you know, take this momentum and turn it into you know, true growth um, and true opportunity for people as they move here and giving them reasons to want to start and stay here as a company? Oh, yeah. It's exciting to see that, you know, if it really feels like things are happening here for certain. And then lastly, I was going to ask, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I was was wondering, kind of reflecting, you know, looking back on your journey thus far, uh, if you can, can anything you could speak to in terms of maybe how, you know, actually from your, from the first startup you were involved in, you know, how you feel like you've evolved or changed or how that's changed you in, in any way that you might want to speak about? Yeah, no, I appreciate that question. That's a great question. Um, I think I have evolved and changed in ways that, um, you know, you kind of, when you think about how a stone gets smoothed, you know, that's in the ocean, it just gets, you know, that continuous tide, it, it smooths the rough edges. And I think that that has been my startup experience. Um, you know, you go through a lot of difficult times as a startup, um, whether that is, you know, previous times where being, you know, the only female in a male company and feeling like I had to find my voice. Um, find out who I was, how to speak up, how to um, lead without, you know, overpowering. And, um, you know, those are hard things to find. And then when you have children, then you have to find that work-life balance. And when you live in the startup world, and certainly now that I have my own companies, you feel like you never have time off. And there's a lot of uh, guilt that goes into that. Sometimes you you're working so hard that then you have this guilt of, oh, I'm not spending as much time with my son as I need to, even though you are spending that time. And then when you're with him, then, you know, there's this guilt of, oh my gosh, I have so much work I need to do. And I think that that is pretty consistent across the board for parents, whether you're a male or a female, of trying to find that balance of having your own company and also having a family. Um, so, so there are those pieces that have kind of evolved and changed and I figured out how to try to create that balance for myself. Um, and, and I think too, um, one of the things about startups that I think is unique and I think is helpful for people who are going from a corporate world to a startup life is that in a lot of ways, a startup is like the wild, wild west. You don't have the processes in place to protect your, um, employees and things that a corporate setting does. There's HR. If you have a problem, there's, you know, a marketing department. Like when you're a startup, you're doing all those pieces by yourself and that can be overwhelming, but I think that um, when you first start out in a startup, it's not just you as the founder, you and a co-founder. It's a little bit of a larger startup. I think sometimes that can be overwhelming to feel like, well, there's no processes in place. And, you know, who do I go to if I have a problem? Or, you know, we all talk about, you know, a lot of times startups, you're not going to have a 401k. I mean, there's other benefits. You can have equity in the startup and things, but um, you don't have that solidity uh, or solidarity of a future that has, oh, I'm going to retire with benefits, I'm going to do all these things, like, you, it's scrappy. Um, and I think that sometimes that can be a, a huge shock to the system if you're coming from the corporate world to that. And so those kind of things, navigating those kind of systems and figuring out how to build processes into a startup from out of the gate, just because of previous experiences I had had, I think that that's really helped change me and it's given me an opportunity to have a voice for 
um, not just women in technology and startups, but women in, in business in general. I think that there's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of communication across the United States right now about, um, you know, the pay gap and, you know, women being, um, in situations that are difficult. Uh, and so I, I want, I want there to be a voice for that. Yeah. And so I hope that there is something in, in my story that can be used or can be, can make it easier for women behind me because it is, it is a difficult, um, path at times to be able to find your voice, find your balance, find all of those things. Um, you know, it, there's sometimes the waters are difficult and you just have to figure out, um, how to swim sometimes when you get thrown in the deep end. Oh yeah. That's, and that's very moving. I'm just thinking about, you know, probably what it felt like the first time you, you know, start, you know, you're with your, the first startup you were involved in, you know, going from a, a, you know, a corporate situation to that. I mean, it's, and that's, and I realize that's an incredible transition and that you, you know, over these years have gotten, I'm assuming more comfortable with this. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It's definitely gotten way more comfortable, but those are the things that actually smooth the rough edges is that you, you figure out, um, your voice, your place, you know, how to both be, um, to be able to lead and also know when to follow. And, um, you know, just, it grows you, it grows you in a really unique way. And I'm so thankful for all those experiences, both good and bad. Oh yeah. And it sounds like you, 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 cl- you clearly have a different perspective after, you know, all the, all these experiences and 13 years of experiences yeah. and you come out on the other side a little bit different and, uh, hopefully, a little bit wiser. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much. This has been very enlightening and very enjoyable, and I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much, Jeff. Absolutely. Thank you.